This week's episode is brought to you in part by Private Internet Access. Private Internet Access is the number one VPN, according to Carl Pulling and lots of other people. So check it out and enjoy the show. Greggy Abbott is at it again, doing his Greg Abbott routine. Hunter, yeah, have you have you heard about Greg Abbott? Yeah, Greg Abbott bought himself a Greyhound bus and is taking some illegals up to the good old Chicago of USA. And this is this is a mainly the reason why I wanted to bring it up, Hunter. Yeah. You know, I remember when they were busing migrants to Martha's Vineyard and New York and different places. They were basically giving these migrants a package of information. And when when I say migrants, I want you to know that I mean, from the bottom of my heart, illegal aliens. Uh, when they were doing that previously, they were giving them this packet of information like, Hey, you want a free trip to New York City? You want a free trip to Martha's Vineyard? Right? And giving them all this information. Mm-hmm. How uninformed are the migrants to accept a free trip to Chicago? Ooh, yikes. What lies I, did he tell? Yeah, exactly. Like, what, what's in that packet? Mm. You can't just tell him about the Art Institute. That seems like an incomplete picture of the city. Yeah, you could get a free gun if you steal one. Well, that might have actually... <laughs> Here's another thing I was thinking, Hunter. <laughs> These are illegal migrants, right? Uh, uh, illegal aliens. And yeah, so maybe they're homesick. They're like, do you remember Juarez? <laughs> no. There was violence. <laughs> and they just they think it would be nice to have a little piece of the terrors of home Awful. here in America. That's Chicago. Yeah, yeah sure. Let's start calling Chicago North Juarez. <laughs> That's that's not gonna get you in trouble anytime soon. That's Is that's gonna be fine. Yeah, that should be fine. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not a doctor, nor do I have a PhD in gang violence, but I'm pretty sure that's okay. And okay. now that I said that out loud, I want to meet the guy who has a PhD in gang violence. That guy's gotta be <laughs> awesome. I feel like a PhD in gang violence is something that somebody says before they get into a really cool bar fight. Yeah. Um Okay. Anyway, I just thought it was super funny that somehow we tricked we tricked illegal immigrants into going to Chicago. In a lot of ways, and I, I I'm I'm not talking about people that cross the border looking to live an honest, better life illegally, but with the knowledge that the administration wasn't going to do anything about it. I'm talking about the many, many, many illegal aliens that come here muling drugs or carrying weapons or adding to the opioid crisis. Those are the ones I'm talking about here. But if you look at the murder rates in Chicago, sending them there, the problem kind of handles itself. Yikes. And that's... I guess, you know, laissez les maisons de gâteau. Let, let them eat cake. I think it, it just, it helps. I, I'm fine with it, is what I'm saying. If they're all going to go to Chicago, if we send all the drug meals to Chicago, problem solved, and I think we can move on. Maybe 
maybe that's a way that we can find some synergy on this issue between the left and the right you know building bridges well welcome to carl pulling <laughs> it's a it's a show that'll get you fired um if you didn't and know today that, that needs no explanation <laughs> yeah if you didn't know that you know that now you're like very aware of how fired you are right now um yeah. listen we're gonna we're gonna start a merch store and the only thing that's going to be for sale is a cardboard <laughs> box with our logo on it so that you can just go ahead and get everything out of your office immediately. <laughs> you know, it's like I do think we should have a North Juarez T-shirt with a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of like a Chicago, like a, a hot dog. And I don't know, a deep dish pizza <laughs> just say North Juarez on it. I mean, why? What, what's what's the mayor's name? Lori Lightfoot. We can put for her a, on while, a T-shirt. Yeah. I mean, like, why in the world couldn't we? She's a public figure. She doesn't own that. If we wanted people to buy it, we couldn't. Yeah, that's fair. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. she's like a a mix between the face of Job the Hut and the body of an Ewok. Those oh, huge wow. gangly eyes. So like Janet Yellen and Donald Trump. Oh yuck! But yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But, but yeah. yeah. So nice to have politicians that you can easily refer to. Um, we'll, we'll get you fired, and I hope you understand yeah. that now. Uh, it's a show between brothers about politics, uh, truth, philosophy, art, religion, everything that you're not allowed to talk about, and we do it all from the seat of our own homes. At one point, we did it in a car. That's why the show is called. You, you'll catch on. You'll get you'll it. catch on. You'll, You'll catch it. on. And we have a motto around here, and it goes something like this, Hunter. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. And look, that's, look, I, listen, I just respect the office, okay? That's not me saying it. Okay, it's Joe Biden. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, we're going to have a great show today. And uh, by a great show, I mean we have to talk about my least favorite thing of all time. And that is, let's say, the statistical deterministic measurement of how stupid all of you are who are listening to this show right now yes we're gonna talk 2024 polling data and i am a prickly pear but before my pear fully prickles hunter as is your right as the gardener in the the meadow of humor please water the seed of the roadkill until it blooms into a beautiful tree yeah um you remember like when women didn't make as much money as men and that was because they were women and we hate them and so we thought we're just gonna get at those sons of guns and boy have they been noisy about it for a long time and we finally figured out how to get them back Trans athlete dominates women's cycling tour in the first year. The tour had an equal prize pool for ladies. That's right, ladies. Just when you got as much money as a man, a man's there to take it. How does it feel? How does it feel? Most of the women were riding around, and I have a quick audio clip of the lead women cyclist as she passed the final turn. Mm -hmm. But the people are retarded. And yet, on the other hand, the male cyclist, this is uh, the, the sports commentators talking about his blazing fast speed around the final lap here. Now this is 
Um, so anyhow, he <laughs> the the point is that the the man obviously beat these women, but beat them by such a wide margin it's almost impossible. And the most hilarious part, the only part of the story I like, is that this was the first year that the men's and women's prize pool. <laughs> was equal this isn't a tranny this is a capitalist yeah this is this is jeff bezos going how can i make that extra buck you know <laughs> i have got to make more money before i die than elon musk ever sees how can i do it i'm not doing anything this weekend i know i know i'm gonna get on my bike i'm gonna go win this race that 350 dollars is gonna be huge for me yeah <laughs> jeff put on bezos. a bra and pedal jeff bezos yeah yeah, I, Jeff Bezos' sh- head kind of looks like a boob. I hate bald people. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Oh, oh, okay. That makes. Got it. You're you're the problem in that joke. <laughs> Someone finally said it. Yeah. Look, I'm bold. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I go. I I shoot from the hip. <laughs> yeah. I just God. Uh, Jeff Bezos is by far the worst billionaire we have. On the other side, uh, Elon Musk is the best billionaire we have, and Mr. Beast is the dumbest billionaire we have. And by dumb, I mean not that he's dumb. I mean it's dumb that he's a billionaire. Is he really a billionaire? I don't know. He probably gives so much money away that he's not. Um, but, But now he's no longer on my good side because of his um because of his platforming of this trans guy in front of his mostly children audience um i look mr beast i was in the batting cage for you and i know what you're thinking thank god you know behind every good mr beast there is a chris carl yeah (laughs) that's what i always say yeah um he needed but he doesn't say it as much as i say it but it's true but now i've we've lost we've lost the thread you can't it it it's just it's just so sad it's been a disaster and after all the support i gave you for you to repay me like this um it's unconscionable almost what i think it's important to remember is that mr beast if he was to give money to these cycling tournaments it would still be a man who got it that's that's what i think is important (laughs) for us to remember is that where there's money to be made the men will get it and you ladies will never have any of it ever. It's all ours. Thank you. Yeah. Good night. That's the, I would like to see the pay gap now that men are women. Yeah, for real. Because I think that we're we're ex, I think we're widening our boundaries here in, in a substantial way. Yeah. What about the women? Women? What's the pay gap between the women? Women and the men? Women? I don't know. That's a yeah. great question. Yeah. What about the women? Men? Are they making more than the than the women? Women? What about the lady men ladies? Yeah, yeah, Flight of the Concords. This is important. Um, Man, if you guys don't remember Flight of the Concords, shameless plug for the greatest television show that ever existed. Yeah. Man. Man it is and now we've hit. got Lord of the Rings, the Ring of Power, which is just a big stinker. Have you? Did you end up finishing that, Hunter? I'm one episode away from finishing it. I've heard from reliable Lord of the Ring super fan like myself that the last episode have we ever talked about the rings of power on this i think we mentioned it briefly but i don't really remember that could be a thing one time 
Um, uh, I heard from a Lord of the Rings super fan like myself that the last episode kind of makes it better. So I actually am kind of curious to see it. I don't think oh, it really. Ju- I don't think it justifies it, but it, by any stretch of the imagination whatsoever. And neither does this person. But apparently, the last episode was supposed to. It was a real big stinker every episode I saw. And then the last episode was supposed to kind of make some of that better, but not fully. So whatever that's worth. Do you wanna do you wanna try a new segment real quick that I'm gonna spring on you? Yeah, I'm good for it. Okay, I I don't have a name for it. I have a couple of idea names for it. Mm-hmm. Um But I think we should do a segment where you give us a deep Deep. Silmarillion grade, completely yeah. unusable, yeah. never heard any of these names before, fact about the Lord of the Rings universe and Middle Earth in general yep. that is completely appropriate or nothing. I'm thinking of calling it something like Hunters of Virgin or yeah, or uh, Facts from My Mom's Basement, something like that. But like, yeah. could you could you throw us down like a Hunter's, Hunter's special A- ring? <laughs> absolutely. Um she loves mother's name is Ungoliant. For real. For real. That's a 100%. She's also a giant yep. spider? Yep, but more mythical and powerful. So. All right, and that's been Hunters of Virgin. <laughs> we, need, yeah. we need a little audio stinger for it. Yeah, that'd be great. Man, this show is just going nowhere. All right. <laughs> Oh, Email man. us, okay? Are we Here's allowed to thing. say that? Is Christopher Tolkien gonna come and sue me for everything I'm worth? Like, I'm very how nervous. because you read his book, dude. Like, I, I, we don't necessarily have to go onto this for too long, but like, I'm here, bud. Copyright laws in England are very different than they are in the United States. Oh, uh, um, gotcha. Well, yeah. I've got good news for you, dude. A very old piece of parchment, some powdered wigs, a, a the. 1700s equivalent of a nasty email and some john hancocks you, we no longer have to care about that so that's nice really that's let it fly know. yeah yeah we the, we did we had a little dust up about the whole thing and guess what america coming out on top yeah this this lady that i work with is british and she said today on a call that she was horrified horrified by the amount of plastic bags that we use in the grocery store over here mm. and she goes in in London, we have to pay 10p for each grocery bag at the grocery store. And I was like, hey, guess what? You're only a couple of muskets and the courage to do what's right away from not having to pay those taxes anymore. <laughs> it worked out great for us. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, man. Oh, England is a silly place. On second you, thought, let's not go to Camelot. Did you know that every bag that is not a plastic bag is equivalent to 14 plastic bags worth of resources um, and how it destroys the environment, essentially. That is wonderful. I, I yeah. mean, I would need some statistics for that, but... that That is it. So, like, you know, think of how many of those bags we've made to save the environment, right? Yeah, like a billion. Yeah, and so we need to not use a billion <laughs> plastic bags to make it worth it. It's not happening is my point. You know, it's, it's a huge mess, it, but, but it makes St. Greta of Thunberg happy. And it costs the grocery stores less money. If you bring your own bag, it's funny how that always works, you know? Huh? 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 
Capitalism wins again, you silly socialist cucks. Just like the men versus the women. The spirit of my marketing director is haunting me now. If you guys have made it this far, for one, congratulations. (laughs) And two, uh, rate and subscribe, okay? Enough. Enough freeloading. Rate, subscribe, leave a review. The review should... Not too long, not too short. Poignant, poetic, doesn't have to rhyme, but, and it can be in prose, but make it ring, make it glisten, Mm. okay? And if you add in something about my physical appearance, uh, check your email. Might be something special for you there, like maybe a Carl Pulling Merch Store gift card, okay? Just saying. Might be. Might be. Okay. Have you done it? All right. Top story this week. The prickly pair of poles. I am so disappointed in you all, and I no longer think we should vote. Hunter? Yeah. Um, authoritarian dictatorships look better and better every day. <laughs> they, listen... Say what you will about Pol Pot, mm-hmm. but his name was hilarious. Yeah, okay? that's that's true. Uh, he might be the funniest named dictator. Yeah, I mean, who who else is in the running? Who else is in contention? Uh, Julius Caesar is like so not in the running. It's not even funny, and probably can't answer if you say it on a radio show. I Just... like to think of a world in which Julius Caesar gets sponsored. Yeah. Like a race car driver, and we can call him Orange Julius Little Caesars. No, nice. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's great. Because um, that's a guy who needed a brand deal. Yeah. You know, one of the things I think about about those those ancient despots, mm-hmm. they had all the money in the world, literally all the money in the known world. Mm-hmm. They had, and they still didn't have air conditioning. Yeah. Like, my life is clearly better than Julius Caesar's. And not just because I didn't get stabbed to death on the Ides of March, and I know what you're thinking, yet. Fair play. Fair play. But I have a toilet that flushes, so I don't know. Yeah, but you didn't have, like, everybody just flattering your ego 24-7 and thinking you were a god. Um, like I do, because I... <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised at what you can pay for on Fiverr. Yeah, it's amazing. (laughs) All right, so let's jump into it. Why are we talking about this today? Great question. Let's not. Just kidding. We have to. And the reason is because the polls matter. There are two conflicting forces that are at play here. And one is the id of the Democratic Party, and the other is the id of the Republic Party, and they are both just charging in a donkey kong country to minecart into the abyss below the stage we have candidates on both sides that are so incredibly vulnerable and so incredibly malignant to the country and the independence at large and yet we are going to take these octogenarians put a saddle on them and ride them into the nuclear sunset blast of the end of America. And I hope, I hope that by enough people talking about that, we can avoid our almost certain demise. So 
let's jump into it. Hunter, any any opening remarks, any salvos for you today? You know what? Nobody learns anything, and history is just one thing after another that we're doomed to repeat. I mean, it is it is just absurd, my guy. And I, I really, really think that um, people are people want to win more than they want to do something that's beneficial. Um, it, it just really doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, it also seems to me that there's a lot of corruption in politics. <gasps> you know, Hunter, and why would you say something so controversial and yet so brave? It's just who I am. It's just, I just don't know any other way to be. Um, but no, Stunning. I mean, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, and it's, if you guys can only see Hunter's video feed right now, it hits a lot harder when you see him being fed being fed grapes one by one on a dais surrounded yes. by a myriad of topless women. It really it really it hits the point home when he says, It's just who I am. Deborah, Deborah, get that out of my eye, Deborah. I'm trying to focus and have a conversation. Juxtaposed with the Hunter is a virgin segment. Listen, listen. listen. The Dalai Lama it would do it on purpose, okay? It's a resistance workout for Hunter's virginity. Thank you. I think. Oh, I made myself hysterical. There you go. Um, I I feel like I'm respected. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's just it's just a mess, and I don't I don't know what to do about it. I mean, I I really am frustrated by this, but I also think it's natural. I think there's a lot of things that people have to pay attention to. You know, I, I I could talk about this idea for a very long time, so I'm not going to, but I think there is so much information inundating people, and everybody's hit by a different story from every direction. It's very difficult to parse. I don't think everyone can do it, and I think that leads people to spiral in their own social media holes, and because a social media hole gives you the feedback that you want it's extremely hard to break away from it and you just see people becoming more and more obsessed with their own particular point of view they aren't checking themselves they aren't looking into things and it leads to bad behaviors and bad strategies and anyway that's enough of that i guess well as much as i hate that you just coined the term social media hole i do agree with your basic point thanks all right so let's jump into the analysis here we have effectively three different angles to examine this problem from. We have the GOP primary, the Democratic primary, and then the general election, the early general election polling. And they tell a bunch of different stories, but a bunch of interesting stories. So I say, let us begin looking at the GOP primary, uh, because the the other primaries are more funny and we'll have a much better time talking about them. We're eating the frog day, Hunter. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're jumping right into it. So here's the breakdown. April 25th, most recent polling, 2023, as according to Morning Consultant, which has a really good breakdown of the GOP primary polls. Donald Trump leads Ron DeSantis 58% to 21% over the likely field. This is not the actual field, but it's the likely field. So it involves folks like Liz Cheney, Mike Pence, Christy Noem, Glenn Young, and Tim Scott, Asa Hutchison, 
many or oh, I guess Asa did actually did actually um, throw his hat in the ring, but a lot of people that are on you know there's buzz about them, but they haven't officially entered the race yet. So, uh, M- Nikki Haley is at three percent. That's very sad. Vivek Ramaswamy is at three percent. It's very sad. Uh, but Donald Trump has a clear and commanding lead over this. And this is interesting because this wasn't the case a month ago. You know, a month ago, DeSantis and Trump were were much tighter in the polling. And the Trump indictment gave him a lot of free media coverage, which is, is just classic classic Trump and started this trend away from DeSantis. Back in January, uh, at at the beginning of January this year, DeSantis was only down 13 points, and now he's down, what is that, 37? So um, we've we've got issues on our hands. And why would I say that we have issues on our hands? Because Trump already lost this fight. He already lost this fight. And it's just... It's just really, really getting frustrating. Um, there are a couple of other interesting stories from these headlines. And this, this is one angle that I think we have to examine. All of the Republican ads and political campaigning right now, and even if you look at Joe Biden's recent, recent speech at the White House Correspondents' Dinner, all of the ire right now is being turned on Ron DeSantis from both sides. And that is incredibly peculiar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you know, and I, I I think there's some reason for that. Um, you know, there is this kind of problem in conservative-ship where it's whoever the media is attacking, that's our hero. And it's a it's a mistake, and it's something that they're learning and they're picking up on and they're using to their advantage. You know, there was a while back there where it was like, "Hey, so and so has been canceled. Go support them. You know, give them money. Right? You know, talk about them. This is someone who didn't deserve what happened to them. Uh, they were attacked by the media. They are attacked by their colleagues at work. They are attacked by a political party." And they don't deserve it. They're a hero. What they're saying is actually right. Let's go stand up for them. And then people like Major Majorie Taylor Green um, got or Marjorie the, even no. Okay, <laughs> Marjorie and Taylor Green. I'm sorry, I said it wrong. Um, you know they they got put into the spotlight and were genuinely dumb people that talked about Jewish space lasers. And the media went and wrote stories about that and said, "Aren't they dumb?" And everyone was like, "No, she's the most brilliant person ever. We have to, we have to defend and protect Marjorie Taylor Greene." And it's like, "This is dumb, guys. This is a great way. This is a great way to lose. This is a good way to show everyone that you're not a careful thinker, that you care more about playing team sports than you care about being right. It shows that you're just willing to let people walk over you." And beat you in the argument and just stick to your guns to make a point. And that's the same thing you're seeing playing out with Trump right now. People cannot get through their heads that Trump lost this once already with Biden. That the country genuinely doesn't like him. 
And they want to throw him in again because he's being attacked. Because what's happening in this indictment has made everyone think that he is a true martyr, that they need to support him, they need to come around him, and that they have to prove that they're right by making this guy the center of attention. And it just, it really grinds my gears, dude. Um, yeah. Just uh, just because the media is hitting somebody doesn't make them a hero. That's that's it, simply. If you are if you are animated by your anger more than you're animated by your logic and your reason, you are a puppet, not only to anger but to anybody who knows that fact about you. Mm-hmm. You can uh, you can make people that are excitable do almost anything you want. By preying on their their animus, and it's not difficult, and the media is doing this for sure. But that leads us to this this bizarre issue that's happening here, where everybody is going after DeSantis now, and we should take a lesson from that. Uh, first of all, this might backfire. If we if people fight DeSantis too hard from the left, he might see that same, same resurgent that, populism yeah. that Donald Trump saw fill the fill his sails. Mm-hmm. That's a certain possibility um, because the media learn a rule and then they immediately forget it. They they can they can only juggle one ball at the same time unless mm-hmm. you're Don Lemon, but I guess he's fired now. But the point I'm trying to make is that the 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 plan might totally backfire but in addition to that what should we learn from this the media is scared to death not of donald trump but of ron DeSantis. in fact joe biden has said specifically that he wants to fight against trump he wants to race against trump all of the media is now turning their their sights to ron DeSantis. We should take that as a as a key. We should, and they're trying to, you know, publish hit pieces about him, like he's anti business and all this stuff. And we should take that as a as a lesson that if your enemies are afraid of your champion, send your champion to fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why yeah. Why would we Why would we let them dictate our strategy? Yeah, but and, and if we're be- going to be animated by this by this anger and this id and this retributive spirit, we are going to let them choose our strategy for the battle that's coming up, and that is s- amazingly stupid. And the and the play here is to indict Trump in New York, right? Make him be the primo de facto victim, right? Make him look like the person that the eye of Sauron of the Democratic Party is turned on. Make him he's our champion. He's the person that has to go up against this. He's going to do it. And then let Donald Trump do what Donald Trump does best, and that's turn on his own party and belittle them, belie them, make them look small and wimpy, wheedle others into doing that too like Nikki Haley is, going after Ron uh, Ron DeSantis, and then start hitting him. You know, don't say anything about Trump. We said enough. We've got the eye of sorrow on him. Start saying, you know, he's kind of like Trump, kind of does this wrong. You know the Republican Party is not the person you have to convince anymore. They're all re- they're all for Trump. It's the independents that you're trying to convince now. 
right? Right. It's that little bit of person that's maybe going to sign up and vote for the Republican Party or in their uh, in the Republican nom- nomination or in their state. They don't have to register with that. That's who you're trying to convince now. You're trying to get them to maybe go for Trump again, right? Um, and so it, and, it's a mess. It's an absolute look, mess. This is what is so key. You're not only appealing to just independents. You're appealing to specific independents. You need to appeal to independents in Arizona. You need to appeal to independents in Georgia. You need to appeal to independents in Pennsylvania and Ohio. There are specific battlegrounds that you could already be analyzing if you weren't so dang stupid to figure out what the path to election victory is in this next race. Because, listen, Alabama is going to be red, right? Florida is going to go red. And that the the specific groups that we need to target are those swing states that decided it in the last election. So here's what I want to show before we move on away from this. But right now in Arizona and in in Pennsylvania, most recent polling we polling we have in those battleground states, Trump loses to Biden by one point. DeSantis is up six. And that's in in Arizona and in Pennsylvania, Trump loses to Biden by four points and DeSantis is up three. This is the meat and potatoes of how you win a presidential election. You win the battleground states and DeSantis is more electable than Donald Trump in these battleground states. And that is literally the entire game. Mm hmm. That it's what the independent the independents break for DeSantis, women break for DeSantis, minorities break for DeSantis, everybody breaks for DeSantis except for non college educated white men, and they are going to decide this election. So, and and you you we have got we have got to run somebody who can win trump already lost these states he lost the recapitulation of these states in the midterm elections and he Mm -hmm. will lose these states again because ask yourself this question what has happened in the past two years that would drastically change the voting the voting outcomes from 2020 or 2022 what has happened so catastrophically that Biden would lose that many points? He's lost some, don't get me wrong. But the margin that, that we need, there's nothing that you can point to. Well, and you also have to think about an election between Donald Trump and Joe Biden is not an election that people are excited about Joe Biden within. Right? They're not they're not happy for Joe Biden. They're not wanting Joe Biden to be their leader on their policies. He doesn't have the vision that they necessarily want. What is he? He is somebody that independents feel comfortable voting for versus Donald Trump. Right. Right. And that that is why he's in the White House. That is why he's probably going to run again and go against Trump again as soon as the primary is concluded on the Democrat side. Um, He is not exciting. He is milk toast. He allow he makes the presidential election not about him and about Donald Trump. And as long as it's about Donald Trump, you have to understand there is a group of people that will vote for anyone but Donald Trump, and that is not that is not 
where you want to be. Same thing that happened with Hillary, right? There's a group of people who will vote for anyone but Hillary Clinton, and they got Donald Trump, and they're not too keen about it, quite frankly. But Absolutely. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to quote the actual statistics right now. Maybe I can. Maybe I can't. I found them earlier. But there was a, a favorability poll between all the front runners, and they showed it showed positive, negative, and undecided. And the hmm. key difference, Trump was behind DeSantis in favorability general population, uh, behind DeSantis. But the one key difference is, was that the undecided on DeSantis was like over 10%. And for Trump, it was two. Everybody has made up their mind about Trump. Yep. And we have had this fight, and now we've had it twice. And we are going to lose this fight again if you if we decide that we do not want to win. Because the Democratic field is incredibly weak and incredibly vulnerable. Just not as bombastically vulnerable and oxygen-sucking as the wildfire that is Donald Trump. So we have to not eat all the oxygen in the room and have a candidate that is adept enough and can eschew attention from themselves for long enough that they can make the election about the other individual. This is a requirement for victory here. I have to talk about one more thing before we move on from the GOP primary, and it is sad to me. Nikki Haley, what are you doing? You are you are whoring out your political beliefs to Donald Trump for a vice presidentship, and you are better than this. And for you to pick up on the Ron DeSanctimonious tagline is so unbelievably stupid and short-sighted. It is not going to work out well for you. I like you as a politician. I like you as a person, as far as I can tell. But that is just a sad, sad move. And what you are fighting against is not a Republican that is being anti-business. It is not anti-business to make Disney play on the same playing field as everybody else. It is, it is anti-business to target specific businesses because of their political stances. It is not anti-business to say, okay, no more Primrose Path for you, given that you are not being kind to the state and the state legislature, which, by the way, is elected by the people of that state. So, in general, that business is not acting in accordance with the will of the people. So, a big failure for Nikki Haley, who used to be my spirit animal. All right, Hunter, we have to talk for a minute about private internet access. Now, PIA is my favorite VPN. Have you ever used one before? Oh, yeah, they're great. Excellent. Jamie? My parents met on a VPN. Well, I'm not at all convinced that that's relevant, but let me tell you this. If you're online in the 21st century, you need a VPN. Why? As the amount of threats that exists on the internet increases and the amount of our data that's being stored online increases simultaneously, it's imperative that we do something to protect ourselves, protect our data as we surf the web. Now, VPN stands for Virtual Private Network. And what it does is it encrypts your data as it's going between your device, your machine, and the greater internet, preventing it from being intercepted by malicious actors 
and hackers and identity thieves, etc. So a VPN is non-negotiable in today's digital day and age. Now, PIA is my favorite because it's the world's most transparent VPN provider. They have over 30 million downloads and they never store user data. They have a strict no logs policy, which has actually been proven out multiple times in courts and by a third party audit from Deloitte. So they truly don't store your data. That's right, Chris. And what private internet access does is it hides your IP address and encrypts your internet connection. Well, what does that mean? Well, it means that internet service providers and government sensors can't get at your data. If you're saying something that you don't want them to look at, even if it's just your business, there's no reason for those nefarious actors to have any view into your data or what you're doing on the internet. That's your data. Protect it. That's right. And private internet access also comes with loads of entertainment benefits. The VPN is compatible with all of your major streaming platforms. So you shouldn't experience any issues running Netflix or Hulu or whatever streaming entertainment device you want to use. Plus, it's one of the few VPNs that supports P2P, that's peer-to-peer -peer file sharing. So this is a huge benefit for power users. Not only do you get the benefit of using any streaming service, you can also use it with any operating system. We're talking Windows, Mac OS, Android, Linux, iOS. Use different operating systems, not a problem. Have an Android phone and want to use it on your Mac, not a problem. And what's even better than that, you can have an unlimited amount of devices use it at the same time. That's right. And Carpooling has the best deal for you today on PIA, on getting a VPN, securing your data. For just $2.03 a month, you can start protecting yourself online and your family online. That's 83% off the sticker price for private internet access. So act now. You get that great price plus four months free and you really have nothing to lose because private internet access offers a free 30-day money-back guarantee as well as 24-7 support so you are definitely going to either be pleased with the product or not be out a single dime but i know that you're going to love it you're going to want to keep it private internet access has a great vpn Carpooling has a great deal for you. Support them. Support the show. Go to carlpooling.com slash PIA right now to take advantage of this great deal. Again, that's carlpooling.com slash PIA. Snag a VPN. Protect yourself online. Support them. Support the show. And we will really appreciate it. All right. Let's get back to the episode. Okay. Ready to talk Democratic primary? Yeah. Alrighty then. Kamala's so, got the goods, huh? The Kamala is just, uh, she's screaming. Yeah. How, who's I mean, going to stop her? No one. It's impossible. Here's, here's the breakdown of the actual field right now, of which there are only three. Joe Biden's pulling at 67.7%. For an incumbent president, that is very bad. And that's, that's in the actual field. That's within his party. Yeah, this is the Democratic. This is the Democratic um, primary polling. Got it. Okay. Uh, Dark horse, and don't count her out. Marianne Williamson, seven point seven percent. Oh man, I actually want that. Listen, listen. Back, back in March, she only had four percent, so she's almost doubled in just just two short months. If she keeps that trend, Hunter, yeah. by the end of this, she's gonna have. I don't know. I don't know, a thousand percent of the she's vote. Gonna, she's gonna be queen of the United States of America at this yeah. point, at this rate. If she and doubles doubles her support every two months, mm, unstoppable. So don't count Marianne Williamson out. 
And also, if you believe that butterflies tell secrets to the ravens that protect you and your and return your your smartwatch to your doorstep when you leave mm-hmm. it in Central Park, mm-hmm. you have to vote for Marianne Williamson. I'm voting for her. She's the only candidate right now that believes in the Fay folk. Uh, <laughs> okay. And this is the real story here, I think, other than just how poorly Joe Biden is doing in general. Uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. is currently sitting at 17.8% of the Democratic primary vote. Wow. Robert Kennedy Jr. Now, that's a name that sounds like a president. Well, it's because it is, because we are now the, the, we are just the United Kingdom all over again. Yeah. And I will break out my powdered wig. And I will melt tin soldiers down into musket balls. And I will say aim small, miss small. And then also potentially have a very anti-Semitic phone call leak. Um, <laughs> One of those. Hey, do you want to know it's great? <laughs> that was a deep cut about the Patriot. So, wanna, okay, if you didn't you wanna, get that. Do you want to know it's great? What? What's you great? You know in Braveheart how the Scots wear kilts? Yeah. The Scots weren't wearing kilts during Braveheart times. Son of a gun. We have ruined the Middle Ages. Haven't we, though? Like, Last I mean, week like, with our potatoes and tomatoes talk, and now yeah. with kilts? Yeah. When did they start or stop wearing kilts, Hunter? I don't know, like 200 years after that. So, like, Son of a gun. Yeah, so what were like they wearing then? Nothing? They were just wearing like breeches like, the, like normal people were. You know, no yeah, skirts. Imagine, imagine if they weren't wearing anything. So, like, that line where he said, like, you know, shoot firebolts out of his arse and they all mooned the British. Yeah, that's that's just Hollywood magic right there. Well, Hunter, no, to be fair. Yeah. I've worn breeches. Yeah. I just call them pants, but whatever. Yeah. You whatever. can, and I, I'm just saying this in theory, not that I have specific experience, mm. but you can certainly moon somebody while wearing breeches. Yeah. Do we all mean breeches? No. no, we don't. Good Lord. Update your algorithmic model. Um, so the, the, you know what? I'm going to need you to look up breaches so you can educate yourself. You ignorant robot. Um, hey, chap GPT. Can you look up breaches so that our AI Jamie robot can learn things? Good Lord. How, shot that- to the heart. And you're to a shot to the motherboard. I don't know. I don't know how to make it make sense to her. Um, <laughs> so, sorry, guys. She's an Intel processor. Uh, I'm just kidding. They're fine-ish. Uh, mm. Team Red for life, baby. Mm. All right. So, uh, I've completely lost my train of thought. But uh, Joe Biden is going to lose. Joe Biden because... mooned the British because he was wearing a kilt. Right. Yep, so, yep. <laughs> Robert Kennedy Jr., <laughs> It has seized up almost a fifth of the Democratic primary voters now. And he is crazy. You thought Miriam Williamson was crazy because she thought that dolphins held inside their blowhole a little scrap of parchment that revealed the secrets to the universe and the stars and also told you how to be my best friend. You Uh. thought that she was crazy? Robert Kennedy believes very much that vaccines cause autism. You, you know, Republicans elect and nominate their crazies, and Democrats just allow them to hang out. You know? 
Hunter is vaccinated, so. Oh, that explains <laughs> a lot. Yeah, but you have Norton, so. Yeah, yeah, Norton antivirus. I'm safe. Yeah, it's honestly, it if there is any type of vaccine that causes autism, it's Norton antivirus. That stuff <laughs> just, sucks. Just breaks your computer. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, like I mean, we we nominate our crazies, and the Democratic Party's like, yeah, they can hang out. You know, we know you guys uh, like mean, them. They've got a couple. They've got they've got that one from Hawaii. They've got they've got oh. they let a couple of them hang around yeah no i meant for the president but yeah everyone's got their crazies oh, sure. in congress you know it's like what there's 400 of these people oh my gosh well we better do some screening we're not gonna screen any of them oh my god oh <laughs> like i mean it's it's rough well and see hunter you've got a feel for them because also also just i there's been some conservatives that have been carrying water for kennedy jr because of his talk about the covid vaccine I just mm. want to tell you, uh, even a broken watch is right twice a day. This man hears the word vaccine and immediately goes crazy. Just because you also don't like this specific vaccine does not make him a smart person, does not mean that he's on your side, okay? Two things can be true at once. That you can agree with somebody who is crazy because they happen to string a proper sentence together. Mm. And also, you should not be supporting crazy people in general because they are liable to Kanye West, your backside. Okay? But here's here is the reason that this is the democratic field right now because though that's the that's the actual field but here are the everybody runs numbers and this just looks even even worse. Joe Biden is polling at 38.4%. Woof. Woof. You want to talk about a fractious a fractious caucus here? That is a fractious caucus. But the reason is because in second place with 12.4% of the votes, it's Kamala Harris. And Kamala, behind Kamala. her is Bernie Sanders. What? How is and that guy still relevant? He's got 10%, 10.8% of the primary vote right now. Wow. And get this, the next one, Pete Buttigieg. So Jeez let Louise. me put this let me put this into perspective for you. On the Everybody Runs poll, the lowest is Elizabeth Warren, and that's because she's very busy doing the photo shoot for the replacement of the Indian girl on the Land of Lakes Butter right now and hasn't been able to commit a lot of time to campaigning. But she's at 5.9%. How much crocheting do you think Elizabeth Warren does like on a month-to-month basis? Well, I think she gets the help to do quite a bit, Hunter. That's fair. Um, That's fair. Right? Sometimes, though, she just wants to crack those knuckles and get at it, get after it like she used to, though. I don't want you to say that ever again to me. Do you understand? <laughs> yeah. Stop I, the show. Do you understand? <laughs> yeah, I got it. I'm sorry. Okay, put the gun down. I okay. get it. All right. All right. Very good. Okay. We can get back to the show now. Okay. I'm sorry about that, listeners. Um, <laughs> I swear to God, Jamie and Hunter are in rare form today. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I feel like I am I am the alcoholic mother that is going through divorce and still has to drive the kids to soccer practice. Mm. Um, I don't want to hear anything out of you. <laughs> I heard the pro- I heard the fans whirring up. Oh wait, you have important news. Okay, Jamie, I'll humor you. I'll humor you. What do you want to say, Jamie? <laughs> Jamie, don't be coy. <laughs> Wow. My system had an update today. 
nobody cares. Can you imagine if I called you? Why, why did you interrupt me with this? Can you imagine if I called anybody and just said, hey, um, uh, hey, by the way, Windows, I, I updated Windows today to service pack 12.6.4.8. And I just wanted you to know. Can you imagine? And then imagine I did that. No, enough out of you. Imagine that I did that in the middle of a show. Imagine I call up. I call up Tucker Carlson and I call into a show and I say, Tucker, just real quick, just wanted to let you know uh, my Norton antivirus updated to version 12.6 today and uh, now I'm protected from even more spamware. I swear to God, (laughs) do not hit enter. I will mess you up. Okay, put the gloves on. Um, (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) We have to talk about that. Oh, no. Are we going to fight your computer? Can we have one brief aside? Yeah, um, I mean, what, what, is, what part of this show hasn't been a brief assigned? <laughs> Steven Crowder, the video that got released. Um, yeah. We released last week's episode right as that video was coming out. And this has been the gift that keeps on giving as far as just being so right about everything. Mm. Um, now, I will say I'm holding my peace. Steven apparently has a response. He says that that video was leaked in a violation of a privacy agreement, mm-hmm. which I'm just going to hold my peace on that, okay? But go watch the video because it's incredibly funny, and um, I imagine, much like the Daily Wire bombshell, if I had to bet, I would say that this, much like the Daily Wire bombshell, which was that Jeremy Boring, Boring said something completely acceptable on a phone call, and it was played like you know, Hiroshima 2.0, I believe that whatever comes of this will be irrelevant, but the video is very sad, but also very funny. And you can hear Steven whine like a little girl and go, that doesn't work either. And it's very funny to me. Um, so go, go enjoy that. And then um, realize that Nostra Carl was right about everything all along. Okay. Thank you. All right. Um, now I was talking about Elizabeth Warren. Yep. You're talking about the everybody runs poll, everyone. Yeah. Okay. Right above her at 6% is Robert Kennedy Jr. Oh, wow. So let me tell you how this translates. In the current field, he has 20% of the vote. In the everybody runs field, he has six. So the multiplier on on his vote percentage is three times. This is how much people don't like Biden. So if only a few of these other candidates actually join the field, these numbers that I'm reading now are going to multiply. And that just tells you, I mean, that that means if you if you add in Bernie Sanders, he's going to be somewhere around, I don't know, 20 percent if he actually entered the field. No, he would have to be beating Kennedy. I mean, he's going to be like 25, maybe 30 percent if he enters the field. This is a disaster area for the Democrats because Nobody likes any of their candidates. Beating next is Michelle Obama. I think actually Michelle Obama would be the most risky. Um, yeah, the uh, thing about Michelle, she has like a lot of star power, but she could really, really quickly um, piss off a lot of people. And I think that's the thing is nothing, nothing about Michelle is in the limelight at this point. Like she's never been asked hard questions or anything like that. She's you know just been a first lady, which is a little bit of a tough position, but not very tough politically. And so like what, what's going to happen to that egg when it gets, when pressure gets placed on it. Yeah. Is well, it going to crack? Hopefully what's going to come the, out? 
hopefully there's an opportunity to put pressure on the egg. Both Trump and Biden have basically come out and said that they will just boycott the debates. Um, Biden, because he is an inanimate school skull that is preserved in a jar of cryogenic fluid because he made a bargain with Faust for power. Uh, and by Faust, I mean Faust's Mephistopheles. Mm-hmm. Uh, read one book. Good Lord, oh, our audience. Okay, my sorry. Sorry. Illiterate. Um, okay. And th- so then they have Pete Buttigieg at 8.5%. And of course, Mr. Kamala I like Lala. trains. Yeah. Which who he's, he's at 12, he's at 8% now after committing career suicide in Palestine, Ohio. So it's like, they don't like anybody that's running on their side and their, their, um, their bench is so shallow. Mm-hmm. Man, I really wish I had gotten that Steve that clip of Steven Cloud Crowder the that doesn't work either on the soundboard before we started this episode oh, because be I would have been like, but we can also elect Bernie Sanders, and then I would hit it and it'd go, no, that doesn't work either. That's beautiful, <laughs> been beautiful. God, missed opportunities. And yeah. so, so listen, listen, Linda. If there was a good, if there was Obama, we were we would just lose immediately. Mm-hmm. because Obama's a talented politician. There is no talented politician on this bench, not a single one. You have a believer in the fairy folk. You have a person that is legitimately so rich that it's made them crazy. You have an octogenarian socialist and an outsourced octogenarian socialist because he's currently a corpse. You have... You have Kamala Harris, who believes that Venn diagrams are the time in which is currently the time. And then Elizabeth Warren, who lies about being Native American, in contravention to the fact that she is, she is whiter than snow. She's like snow, a, a snow bleach mixture. Okay? So this is a vulnerable field. And the primary numbers tell us that this is a vulnerable field. Will we dispense with our ego and attack a vulnerable field? Or will we run the has-been twice-loser bully pulpit schlub again and fail? Will we fail Will we again seize defeat from the jaws of victory here? And if you've listened to any of these people talk on the Republican and the Democratic side, it is clear there are only two people who can actually speak English into a camera. Only two. And it's Vivek Ramaswamy and Ron DeSantis. Period. Um, we are 100% going to let the ego win. Uh, because it is way more fun to be right than it is to win. And people really, really want to be right, and winning comes secondary to that. Here's a great here's a great tip for everyone listening, okay? Within the sound of my voice. Tell the truth and do both. Ta-da! It's great. Be right and win. Fantastic combo. If you have never tried it, got to try it. Okay. So that brings us to, I think, with the last issue here, and that's the that is the general polls. Um, the the general election is basically it's basically neck and neck. I don't have 
too much to say about it uh, other than this could be anyone's game. And there's a world out there where Trump gets the nomination and he still wins. I'm, I'm yep. not saying that that's a complete impossibility because Joe Biden is a liability at every level. But in general, this is still anybody's game. However, recently, the trend is that Biden has been pulling away over both both um, Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. But I do want to remind people that the general election polling matters not. It matters not at all. Yeah. What matters is independence and especially independence in swing states. So when you look at these polls and you go, well, in the national poll, uh, Biden's up over everybody, which isn't true in every poll. In fact, and I think in the most recent poll uh, that came out on the 27th from McLaughlin, Trump's beating uh, Biden by four in the general. That was just a head-to-head matchup poll. Um, there, there are many different polls that show Trump up, Biden up, DeSantis up. Just kind of depends on when and where you're looking. That being said, it is very clear. It is very clear that with independence, there is not a choice. Let me read to you this poll here. Do you want Donald Trump to be president again? Of registered voters, 34% say yes and 64% say no. That is that is not good numbers. Republicans, 71% of them said yes and 21 per, or 27% of them said no. So this is not too much fractionation within the Republican Party. 71%. Here's the death now. Independence, 29% said yes, 68% said no. You cannot win an election by putting off that many independents. It, w- mm-hmm. it, is, it is not impossible, but it is... It's very, very difficult. It, it sounds exactly like what happened to Donald Trump in 2020. It does. It does. And so we can avoid all of that by picking somebody that is already polling more favorably with independence, and that is Ron DeSantis. It is, it is just that simple. I have a simple question for people. Oh. When you have, like, something going on in your life, you know, like, kind of big, a little bit outside of your wheelhouse or expertise, who do you call? Your granddad or your dad? Um, age matters, guys. It just does. And I hate for when people say that it doesn't, but all these old people are old people. And that means they don't process information like they used to. They struggle. And everybody ages differently, and that's a thing. Ron DeSantis is 44 years old, right? Like, the guy... 44 years young, Hunter. And he doesn't look a day over 39. Don Lemon thinks he's in his prime. And <laughs> that's, that's what matters to me. And listen, Don Lemon would know. Don Lemon would know. Um, but, but I mean, here's the deal. You know, we've had this vanguard, this old generation running the country for a very, very long time, unwilling to give up their power, unwilling to move along, unwilling to say their ideas didn't work in a couple of places because every generation's ideas don't work in a couple of places. It's time for something new. You know, it's time for a different direction. It's time for something that's working, that's making Florida a happier, more prosperous state. And it's time for something in that generation that isn't beholden to the um, far-left Democrat Party ideals. 
you know, and that's something to get excited about. It's something to be refreshed by. It's something to see something new. And what I do not want to see is people retreat to their corners again, retreat to the things that are comfortable, retreat to their egos and fight that battle. You know, there's a new day that's dawning only in the Republican Party. It's not dawning in the Democrat Party. You know, it's an old socialist that has all the power over there. And there's an opportunity. Two old socialists. Yes. And it's an opportunity to do something new, exciting, to have someone that can speak to the culture right now and perhaps start a new era in politics if we would be so bold as to make that happen. Um, But maybe we'll elect a 77-year-old person because... Goodness, we owe him so much for what he's done for us. You know, yeah. I, I, I think that's ridiculous. Joe Biden is literally your granddad. He's the boomer generation in general in that he is becoming more and more incoherent and also slowly wrecking the economy with with Medicare. Um, that's that he's he's just an amalgamation. It's time for something new. So if I could sum up this episode... In just a couple of words, I think I would be this. I don't know about the rest of you, I'm voting for dissenters. But the people are retarded. So, don't be. Okay? All right. Listen, Hunter, thanks for joining us again. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Anyone who followed our Instagram uh, knows that 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 was a difficult decision for you. It wasn't. And that there was, there was a lot of, um, a lot of consternation and i'm sure no. it's not i'm not completely over so if you're not following the instagram maybe you should hmm. but you can find us at carl pulling on all of the social medias i'm at chris x carl on twitter hunters at emotional carl on twitter look up the show carlpulling.com you can see all of our episodes and links there you can also check out our affiliates page to see how you can get a lot of great deals on different products and also support the show merch store coming in hot coming in fast stay excited uh, get yourself a, a North Juarez t-shirt. And uh, and uh, finally, email us at carpooling at gmail.com or rate and review the show. Tell us what you want to hear us talk about. We'd love to hear and discuss with you all. Um, I, am, I don't think I'm too premature in saying this, but we have very big guests on the way. Uh, one guest that I'm super excited to talk about probably is going to drop next week. And then we have we have um, probably the biggest get that Carl Pulling has ever gotten uh, as far as a guest appearance near the end of the month. I'm super excited for that. You should be too. So tell your friends and get excited. If you wake up in the morning and you get out of bed and you are you you stand up and you feel like you've got some fluid maybe or some some heaviness on your lower abdomen and you go you you walk into the bathroom and you look in the mirror and your eyes are bloodshot a little bit and you've got you're just not feeling totally out of sorts and and, or totally in sorts and you've got a little bit of brain fog and this and that and at any point then or the next day or the next day or the next day you consider voting for donald trump in a primary please get yourself tested for the love of god tested.